T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a very festive Friday. I mean, the Super Bowl is in town. Things are crazy. There's been celebrities walking around, NFL players all over the place. In fact, earlier today, I got to speak with my man, Saints defensive end Cameron Jordan. Two New Orleans guys just chopping it up. I was super into it. He was super into the next girl that wanted to take a picture with him. I don't blame him at all. Seriously, if you want to see the picture where I'm like, yeah, and he's like, next, please get this guy out of here. Bring me a beautiful lady to take a picture with. You can see it on my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio. Much respect to that man right there. We talked a little bit of New Orleans. A little bit. Just a little bit of New Orleans. I'm from there. He lives there. He's an icon there. For like half a second, I was an icon there, sort of little bit but we're both in Miami now just like you are so thank you so much for listening and hanging out we're gonna make the most of tonight checking in with the Joe Rose show they are talking to Fitz Magic Fitz Magic another one of my men he's sticking around at least for another season win lose or draw he did some winning last year too he will touch on that we're gonna get to the Dan Lebetard show it's been a long week it's been a rough week but they finished strong and then Hawk and Crowder oh Always having fun, even though they've been at Radio Row non-stop. And we're non-stop right now with some of these headlines. The Heats, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo have been named reserves for the NBA All-Star Game on February 16th. The Heat are back in action tomorrow when they play in Orlando at 7. Despite Tua Tagovailoa saying he would like to play in Miami, the Dolphins expect quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick to return to the team next season. The Panthers go for seven wins in a row tomorrow in Montreal. Puck drops at 2. Canes basketball gets an early start tomorrow at noon against Pitt. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. Former St. Thomas Aquinas star and 49ers defensive end Nick Bosa has been named Rookie of the Year. San Francisco plays Kansas City Sunday at 6.30 in the Super Bowl here in Miami. Novak Djokovic will play Austrian Dominic Thiem in the Men's Australian Open final Sunday. Tomorrow, it's the women's final between Pembroke Pines resident Sophia Kennan and Spaniard Garbanye Muguruza. And you know what time it is now. Mm-mm-mm. Nope, not yet. I got to talk a little bit about football. Not American football, soccer. The U.S. men's national team face Costa Rica in a friendly tomorrow at 3.30, while Inter-Miami CF has signed Argentine center Nicolas Figal. Inter's first home match is March 14th against the LA Galaxy. And now after a long week, and I'm sure it's going to be a very long weekend with the Super Bowl in town, let's relieve it a little bit and step into the day spa. (sighs) A new homeowner in Maryland recently discovered the dead body of the previous owner in the house. Read the fine print. You buy the house as is, as is. A Virginia mail carrier has been arrested for storing over 5,000 pieces of mail in a storage unit he purchased because he felt too much pressure to deliver it on time. 
So that's where all the mail I've been waiting for has been. Fiona the Hippo has predicted Kansas City will win the Super Bowl after vomiting on an enriched item with the Chiefs logo on it. The vomit never lies. A West Virginia Girl Scout has used the internet to sell cookies to customers in all 50 states. So she has now successfully guilted basically everyone. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures in the low 70s. Win your share of $10,000 every Saturday at Hylia Park Casino. Receive free entries every Saturday, plus earn entries with slot play. The more you play, the better your chances to win. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. This morning, Joe Rowe Show. Oh, they're always great in the mornings, but especially during Super Bowl week from Radio Row, talking to the Dolphins quarterback, at least for now, and plans to be around next season, as I mentioned before, Ryan Fitzmagic. He's talking about, hey, it's a pretty cool season after all was said and done last year. Having gas in the tank for next year, what he and Tua might do if they end up teaming up on the same team next season. And then he talks about the coach, Coach Flores. Ryan Fitzpatrick's on his way over right now. I've never, honestly, I don't know if you guys ever work with him. I've never seen in all my years his leadership and all the stuff he does. Nobody, no veteran player has ever been better with young players than he was. And coming in right now and joining us and and ready to go and probably thought he's going to have some time off here in the offseason. We're jumping right back on it. Ryan Fitzpatrick joins us this morning. Ryan, good morning, man. How you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing great, man. It's great to have you and uh, excited about uh, having you guys on with us today. Good morning. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Well, listen, we, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to get to here, and we appreciate, by the way, you finding time before you hit the big shows today. Ryan, I got to tell you something, man. That was, this year, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. You couldn't, you get rid of some of your best young players before the year. They trade them away. They name Josh Rosen, the starting quarterback for for a short period of time. The first seven games, you're wondering, my God, are, are we are we as bad as the national media is talking about us being? And all of a sudden, we play, we start beating playoff teams and everything else. What the heck? Have you ever been through anything like this in your life? It was it was a very wild season, and you hit it on the head with the zero and seven, and you know so much turmoil and uncertainty, and meeting guys every week in the huddle as we're bringing guys in. The way that we came together at the end was pretty cool. I mean, I thought it was a great accomplishment for us as a team, you know, finishing like we did, beating a couple playoff teams, going 5-4, and four, and then in New England, you know, to cap it off in a meaningful game for them. Uh, for us to go into Foxborough and win that game, that showed a lot of growth for us this year. Ryan, I got to ask you this: We've not just from Joe, and I know Joe travels with the team, does the radio, but we've heard from a lot of players, a lot of your teammates all year long, including here this week. A lot of guys have been walking around, and the one thing, the consensus thing I get when they when I ask about you is he's the best teammate I've ever had. He he he's the best guy to be around. He rallies the guy. That's got to be something. Listen, I know that the season was, was five and eleven. I know it wasn't exactly what everybody wanted, but you did one thing in that locker room with the rest of your teammates that I've almost never seen before you kind of rallied everybody around you and I don't even think you did it on purpose I think it's just you you take pride in that that like guys are walking around saying we had a tough season we rallied at the end but Ryan's the best teammate I've ever had you know for me that's why I play I play because I love the relationships I play because I love the game and that's not stuff that I sit and think about boy how can I be a good teammate today you know you're just in there I'm trying to do the best I can every day and trying to make sure that I'm bringing guys up around me you know we had a really young group this year so there was a lot of guys that needed guidance and needed to be shown the right way to do certain things and I think what I was happy about this year is there were a lot of guys that the advice there are a lot of guys that that sat and did 
they followed the lead, and I think it helped us in the end. Where did this rank for you this season, as far as fun and the way you played? This was up there. I mean, this is one of my one of the favorite seasons I've that I've had. And, and if you would have asked me that week three, four, five, I might have had a different answer for you. <laughs> right. I'm glad we waited on that question. Right? Yeah. At least you're honest, man. Right. Yeah. yeah, I was in a deep, dark place at that point. Yeah, so, yeah. Hey, and the rehab job on uh, Devontae Parker, Mike Kosicki, pr- pretty much left out there for like I don't know what we're going to get from this. You know, one guy's long strider and can't play, and and the other guy's always injured, and both guys. Just really played, especially in the second half season, unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I think with a lot of guys, and especially those two, confidence is such a big thing. And Devontae really got it going the second half of the season. He was playing lights out, you know, as well as any receiver in the league. And Mike was the same way. Once he finally got that first touchdown catch out of the way, because it had been however many games, right. I know he knew what, what number it was that he hadn't had one yet. And uh, once he got that first one out of the way, you know, he played some, some good football as well. And I, I just think with those guys, opportunity, confidence, and making sure that they know that I have confidence in them working after practice. They did all the right things, and it showed up on the field. Right. I got to know what's, what's going through your head when you're on the you know, 12, 13-yard line, and you see the open hole, and you know you can run in the end zone, and then you dump your your shoulder down to hit a linebacker. Now listen, what were my, you thinking? My, quarter, my quarterback, <laughs> I'm scared when that happens. You took the hit, you pound the linebacker, you get in the end zone, you spike it like you're a running back, and the team jumps on your back. Like, what is the mindset around the three-yard line when you see that 260-pound linebacker just ready to drill you? Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, that that kind of stuff, you know, for me, I'm like an old 37, you know, 37-year-old dad that uh, I just get to go out there and still play football. So that, that stuff like makes me feel like a football player. To be able to get hit a little bit and to run in the end zone and celebrate with your teammates just brings me back to Pop Warner and you know the way that the game is supposed to be and all that. So I like those moments. Well, I know you're not supposed to lead the team in passing and rushing like you just did. And by the way, the four-and-a-half-yard average, very impressive. You're up there with all those, right. those running QBs, man, with those kind of numbers. <laughs> and, and by the way, just to add on to what Zach said, watching the young guys when you scored, even when we were losing games on the road a couple times, you scored late in the game, and maybe it was Buffalo, and to watch all the guys come running to you, man, it was like we had won the game. I think they were so pumped up to see the effort. In fact, it was you. Yeah, and I, you know, Christian Wilkins is on the field, the field yeah. goal PAT team, so he always runs on the field, and he's a great celebrator. He's, <laughs> he's got great energy, you know, the big goofy smile, uh, yeah. obviously can do the splits. Like, he's got some stuff in his, in his repertoire they didn't show this year, but he's always fun to be out there with. I, I want to ask you this one. Uh, they want you back. Are you coming back? I mean, we just get right to it. You've had a little bit of time to think. Of, we've given you a couple weeks, <laughs> yeah. and now it's pretty out out there like hey man usually the teams are like well we'll see they want you back are, are you coming back yeah, is that I mean, the goal i want to i want to keep playing you Good. know and it's if, if physically you have to reevaluate everything and and mentally and emotionally and it's you know it didn't take very long for me to know just with with the season that we had this last year and how much fun i had out there I want to keep playing. Right. What about Coach Flo? You know, we've heard from a lot of players about Coach Flo and what he's like in the locker room, around the facility, you know, just the mental approach he brings. What, what are your kind of thoughts, and how could you explain Coach Flo to everybody? Uh, very intense. Uh, he's definitely very intense. He's he's a really good football coach, and I think he showed that this year. A lot of, you know, the talk at the beginning of the year with the tanking and, and you know, losing a bunch of guys, and that was that was a difficult situation for him to be thrown into as a first-time head coach, and I thought he navigated it 
unbelievably well. And a lot of it was he had a message to the team. He stuck to it, and he was aggressive in what he did with the game plan every single week, whether it was going for it on fourth down, whether it was you know the fake punts and the fake field goals and the onside kicks. And he showed us through the way that he coached every single day, and especially on Sunday, that he was out there to win. And that really rubbed off on the rest of the team. Well, before we get to your great message, which what you're going to do with schools and is fantastic what you guys are doing. I, I want to get into it for the state of Florida. Uh, we go now from tank for Tua to could get Tua. Uh, how would you be working with Tua if he is uh, somebody the Dolphins are able to draft with the fifth pick or wherever it may slide? What yeah, are your I thoughts? Mean, I've, a lot of places and worked with a lot of different guys, high draft picks, low draft picks, uh, you know, whatever it's been. And for me, the, the thing that I've learned, the best thing for me to do is to go in and be myself and, to, you know, continue to show my work ethic and those things. And hopefully those rub off on, you know, younger guys. And um, I really enjoy helping younger guys out because this league is about paying it forward a little bit. And there were guys that helped me out when I was young. And, um, you know, so I'm uh, – I have no problem with that. Right? I think we've seen that with your own kids, and now you have all these kids on the team that you're working with. <laughs> you're really good. The experience is really paying off. All off-season beard is cleaned up, but it's staying. Yeah, right? it's not good. going anywhere. It's good. I don't know. I mean, my wife loves it. My kids hate it. I hate it. You know, it's, it's itchy, just, right? Like I've had a beard. It's, not, it's itchy. It's not itchy. It's, it's just, not itchy it's anymore. Too clean. Okay. It's too clean. I know? like it when it's coming out the the bottom of the helmet, like football yeah. week twelve. Like that's the the kind of look I like. I, the beard. I like that. It's too, too cleaned up. All right that now. matters right. is happy wife, happy family. Right. Yeah. All right. That's I learned all that very early. He knows who the general manager is. Great call. That voice you heard, Alexis Glick, CEO of Gen Youth, a nonprofit organization dedicated to creating healthier school communities. You guys are doing something great, the Florida Super School Breakfast Initiative. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, Ryan is such a class act, and, and the Dolphins organization has been remarkable. We set up a partnership that we've been working on for well over a year uh, coming out of last year's Super Bowl, where we made a commitment here in Florida that we were going to provide breakfast to food insecure youth. And as a result of a partnership between the host committee, the Dolphins, and several big companies, Florida Blue right here, Florida Power and Light, and a bunch of others, uh, we're providing 10 10 million Wow. incremental breakfasts for food insecure wow. youth right here in South Florida. And uh, it's just been remarkable. We had a ribbon-cutting ceremony yesterday with Superintendent Carvalho, uh, the commissioner's press conference yesterday, and, and Mr. Ross and, and the whole Dolphins organization has been extraordinary. But it's something in it crazy where we live now that think the kids aren't eating, getting to start the day, no food, coming to school, it's either, here's, hungry. Here's the amazing thing. Right here in South Florida, one in five kids uh, is food insecure. They don't know where they're going to get their next meal. So without that school meal, they go hungry. And so for us, the critical thing is how do we just make sure that more kids are fueled up first thing in the day so that they're, you know, again, they're able to learn, they're able to su- succeed in the classroom in and out, and that we give them an opportunity to get some physical activity. Because part of it is we're, we're providing flag football kits to schools uh, as well to get them out there and on the field. And uh, they want to be like this guy right here. <laughs> hey, he's cool right now. Listen, man. Oh, <laughs> it is. He's hot. I, I don't know what to expect, but he's cool now. Let, I let, me, tell you. let me tell you, this morning I look at him and I go, all right, let me just like, let's go over this again. How many kids do you have again? Because I'm sitting here and I'm going, I got four, he's got seven. We got a we got a. Whoa, team. you guys got, <laughs> we got, got an right. offense or we, a defense, we, we, right, we got, right? We either got the line or we got one one shot at this oh, here. I don't know if we're man. offense or we're defense. We got to well, we we get our We could play together. five on five basketball with the sub. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was a hoops player. We could do that. Oh, there you go. Maybe I don't want to play your 
kids and hoops. The website, right. by the way, is uh, get youth now, uh, genyouthnow.org uh, for more information, how you can get involved. It's a great thing you're doing. Like, like Alexis just said, 10 million school meals for South Florida students. God. That is an amazing thing you guys are doing. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, the biggest thing we can do is we can provide more of those breakfast carts to school buildings. It's a grab-and-go model. Kids are coming off the bus. It ensures that they get the breakfast as they go into the classroom. You know, Ryan and I know as parents of, you know, 11 kids that without that fuel, you know, they're not set up to succeed. So putting more of these carts in school buildings across South Florida, we've committed to do 100 as a part of the 100th anniversary here. And our goal is, hey, you know, there's four or 500 schools down here. We want to continue to get the resources to support all the schools in South Florida. So this is just the beginning as far as we're concerned. Yeah, and, and the thing that's really drawn me to this idea is just these kids, you know, having to worry about so many different things, you know, with, with school and sports and other things going on with families, but keep taking it out of their thought process that they had to worry about meals, to be able yeah. to show up to school, Crazy. to be able to grab these from the carts and get to school and then focus on school and reading and, right. you know, the, the things that we've seen in terms of their test results and how they've really improved in the classroom from this simple little thing right. of providing food and exercise has, has been an amazing, uh, amazing job, and it's just going to continue to get better as this program grows. I think it's great. Unbelievable, you guys. For all the, the messages through this week of the Super Bowl, right. That, that's right up there, isn't it, Zach? That's, yeah, no, this is right. This is good as we get, you guys. Right in our community. Thank you, guys. It's fantastic. Well, thank you. Great having you guys with us. I know you got a bunch of stops to make, so thanks for stopping by and uh, talking to us for a few minutes about everything. So happy that Ryan Fitzpatrick going to be sticking around here at least one more season. Just makes you proud. Easy to see why he is a Harvard graduate, and I am not. Ooh. That doesn't get you ready for the Super Bowl. Whew. There's not a lot else that will. Man, maybe some Cuban coffee, maybe some beers, maybe some drinks, maybe some partying. Plenty of that this weekend. A lot of music, a lot of fun, a lot of goodies. But to get you even more ready, up next, going to be checking in with the Dan Levitard Show. Heavyweight boxer Dante Wilder. Heavyweight defender Aaron Donald. And then, woo, Rick Flair. Back to back to back. Next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Thank you for spending some time with me this evening. It is Super Bowl weekend. Woo, you can feel it in the air, and it feels, oh, 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 so nice. Also, nothing seems to be working here at the radio station, so I'm working on a couple of different things here, there, everywhere, trying, just trying to make it work out right. So what I'm going to do right now, in just a little while, hopefully if things start to work, I can get us into some of those Hawkman and Crowder debates, interviews, and fun. But what we do as people bust in the room as I'm trying to talk on the radio, because it is Friday, it is the Super Bowl, and everyone's going absolutely crazy. Luckily he wasn't cursing, so good for him. Nonetheless, I'm working on some things. I'm working for you. But Every Friday on the Hawk and Crowder show, what I try to do is kind of give you a week that was with some Huckman highlights and some Crowder crowd pleasers, kind of a best of the week, the week that was. So 
I'm going to play that for you right now. Kind of whet your appetite for what might be coming just a little while later. So enjoy this while we just try to figure out this crazy world that we are in. Highlights. Highlights. Crowd. Crowder. Crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. Crowder, find out who that big white guy is. He's walking right behind you. Find out who that is. Highlight. It's tough for us because all the women will stand here and stare at me. Hey, Red. Hey, Red. Hey, Red. It happens all the time. Hey, Red. Huh? <laughs> what? Now, who's this guy? This is a very good-looking man in the suit behind you. Me? Oh. <laughs> no, not you. Hey, Red. Huh? I am a pristine, beautiful beach, but you just, you've been around the beach too oh, long. No. We'll have to agree to disagree. There's a highlight. So I let it go. I peed all over the bed, Ross, and she had on all white, and all her white clothes were soaked in, in pee. It was the craziest thing in the world. Uh, you know what? I may have done that two to 18 times. I will I will tell you that I just did it right now, but I'm 50 and incontinent, so. <laughs> That's the highlight of my day. Shrimp burgers, they got shrimp sandwich, they, they got, got shrimp scampi. Salat Shalom. Warren Moon. What up, WM? <laughs> Why <are> you whispering? <laughs> hey, Warren. What up, Warren? Hey, Warren. <laughs> Why are you over there whispering? <laughs> When's the last time you said the phrase hot plate? A uh, college. Shrimp burgers, they got shrimp sandwich, they, they got, got shrimp scampi. <laughs> I give you a thousand dollars to go push Bill Romanowski. Hey, Warren. <laughs> hey, Red. Hey, Red. I am a pristine, beautiful beach. Give Donnie or Julio a call at nine five four nine six one. That's nine five four nine six one seven six six three. Petered out there. Yeah. <laughs> roof. Roof. My, my mouth got stuck. Petered out. Petered out. Nine six one. Woof. Tuckle. Nine five four nine six one seven six six three for J and K. Woof. But I am fifty and incontinent. <laughs> I'm pleased. Yeah, we always end it with those great little 8-bit computer sound bites. Always fun with Hot and Crowder. We're going to check in with their craziness in just a few minutes. But I think I now have Dan Lebetard, but it's not just Dan Lebetard stealing the show. Boxer Deontay Wilde, a little back and forth with the great one. Woo! Ric Flair, who's at the Versace Mansion, some inappropriate woos, his curfew, and then they talk to a defensive bad man, Aaron Donald, about pizza and pastelitos. And like Ric Flair always say, woo! Hey! <laughs> yeah! Deontay, hey, um, I got to ask one question because I have so much respect and uh, appreciate that shout-out, but um, I'm thinking I need to manage you. Rick, I got to tell you, you have to, you no, have hey, to see I, the other face I, when he I, realized that he, that was you, He's man. so humble. Yeah. I want to be his mouthpiece. Yeah, I, I want to I be the bad guy because you are so humble. But I have to tell you that I have just, I you know, I've followed boxing. Uh, when I was growing up, my man was Sonny Liston, uh, you know, the guy that could never get a fight, Machen and all those guys. Everybody ran from St. Liston, and then along came Ali, and, of course, he became all of our heroes. Uh, I'm sure you had a lot of respect for him, too, but yes. I'm, I am I know I'm fascinated. Like, you know, of course, the, the, the shots to the head are the ones that, that cause the most damage, but I actually, I've seen George Foreman when in his prime. He trained in Minneapolis where I grew up, and he would hit the heavy bag yeah, he'd so leave a, hard. he would leave a dent. He would leave, mm. he would no, leave but, dents. But he would make it swing yeah. in a chain. I mean, he would hit that bag, and I'm wondering, those body shots that you guys take, man, I mean, 
dude. If you hit a guy in the solar plexus, just standing there, man, you could take, I mean, you could oh, tap man. a guy. And he it goes to his knee. Out of you. I mean, I it don't know how that's, like, I'm watching the rope-a-dope thinking, how did Ali take all that from Foreman? You know I mean? So, so much respect to you and your level of conditioning and just uh, the ultimate, um, you're so articulate and what a, what a gentleman. So, um, oh, I'm going to so probably nice. be at the fight. I've gotten to know Tyson pretty well because he worked for the WWE a little bit. So yeah, and he's really looking forward to it. And uh, you know, I like you. I like. I think this fight will live up to the hype. Everything. I think it's going to be. Great it will if now. you end up being his manager. Let's see yeah, if we can yeah, set that up. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see if we can hey, set that up. Get you. I'm going to be your mouthpiece. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're way too humble. Almost definitely. You got some cold lines too. So come on. With it. I'm doing good, Rick. I got to tell you, people. Are, you are a legend, man. Not just Deontay Wilder. Like people walking by here. They see Ric Flair's face on our screen, and they light up. Like, I have athletes walking past and go, that Ric Flair? It's unbelievable. You guys told me last they week. They can't believe I'm still alive. <laughs> you guys told me last week to make my set a little bit more professional wrestling ish because it's a show it's a ridiculous thing that i'm even on this lineup you so. can't make it more professional wrestling than, than having goat. rick flair come out yeah. to introduce you. great hey you're my, my the great new line i get every day now is are you really rick flair yeah, yeah i am <laughs> wow <laughs> still here <laughs> whether you like it or don't like it before rick made his way over to the clevelander he yeah. was walking around radio row you knew exactly where rick was because you would just hear Everyone. people Everyone, him every single where, every single place he went. Yep, and there was a big group, right? Yeah, big group. Is it like that everywhere you go, Rick? Like airports, everything? (laughs) Yes, yes, thank God. What's the most? uh, And it's not annoying. What's the most inappropriate time someone? All that makes the Versace Mansion possible. (laughs) I don't think he's hearing you, Mike. Go ahead and go there, Mike. No, no, that's okay. What's the most inappropriate time you've heard someone woo at you? Oh gosh, I don't know. Bathroom? Yeah, in a bathroom. That the 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 pictures in the bathroom are a little bit too much, you know. But uh, but I handle it as best I can. You know, it's it's all respect. I I I don't have you know in the eighties what you'd be in could be in an argument and you could get away with it now you just smile and roll with it and because uh, camera phones yeah it just yeah really social well, media i would have... i would have had a rough time <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well he was he was just telling me that he were you in vegas with tyson fury you yeah, were yes, saying yeah. and like that kind of party was that no we're, we're actually at the hotel bar he and i and uh Roman Reigns and just uh, talking, and he, he's just a regular guy. And then he wanted me to go out and, uh, well, I, I, I've reeled it back in. I've got a curfew, especially when Wendy's not along. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go home. <laughs> got an alarm on my phone. Aaron was telling us, Aaron Donald, we'll talk about, uh, I was making fun of the way that he likes pizza. Uh, because he likes a different kind of pizza, but I got to admit, it smells good. He brought it in here to throw it in my face, and it does smell good. We'll talk to him about uh, that in a second. But he's the most unblockable dude in the entire league, and Unreal. he was he was so he was telling me that in his childhood, Rick. Well, you can tell the audience, Aaron, what you used to do because you used to love the style of Ric Flair. All my friends used to get mad at me because I smack them in their chest, go. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I ain't smack them soft. They got a real good pop, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> you were doing it the Ric Flair yeah, way of yeah. just across, like, uh, <laughs> bouncing across the ring, slapping them across yeah. the chest with the back of your my hand. Friend, my friend used to hate me, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, Pittsburgh is a great market for us. I mean, it always has been. And he just told me he spends the offseason there. Pittsburgh's a great town, great sports town, just all the way around. And, of course, your career, I mean, 
Um, you know, my favorite player and a good friend is Lawrence Taylor, but you're, 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 you're coming. He's in that conversation, he is. isn't I mean, he? He's our, in, the, I mean, in terms of unblockable yeah, human being. I actually believe that one year you should have won the MVP, which only Lawrence has done. And then Alan Page, who I guess played for the Vikings. How do, how do you that. get that many sacks from that position when everybody's double teaming? Exactly. You? <laughs> I mean, and double teamed every time now too, and still playing like that. So congratulations. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's an appreciate honor to meet you and, honor to meet you. and to see you and all your success and, you guys um, came game close. It's hard to go every year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're so, we gonna find a way to get that. Yeah, you will. You got yeah. so many tools on the team. Oh, we get that. Todd Gurley, we love Todd, the Georgia guy, and so much respect for Todd. So my guy, and you both got your money. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, you we, both got their money. You work hard. You earn yeah, it, you're you damn right, it. man. Yeah, no, know. I tell you, you guys, for what you put yourself through. I mean, people, you know, they. We sit home and watch, and you think, ah, you know, but you guys deserve every dime you get. You don't see behind us. And more, man. Yes, sir. And I hope you get that bump when the new thing comes around, the CBA. All, all the <laughs> power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, hey, I'm on top of Rich this. Rich is the Aaron's manager. There hey. you go. <laughs> Aaron's going need a manager, man. Hey, he'll just sit home again. <laughs> it's not lost on you, I'm sure, Aaron, that you're underpaid. A salary cap sport, uh, they can uh, fix the prices. And yeah. they fix the prices when yeah. uh, when someone's as good as you and there is no real precedent for it in the league, uh, you probably are underpaid. Yeah, well, he proved last year he could sit home yeah, yeah. and show up and not miss a beat. So. You know, uh, tell the Rams we, we ain't got to go to camp. <laughs> what can you tell me about this pizza? Because the last time you came on here, you said you don't like pizza with much of the uh, things that people expect on pizza. So uh, what do we have here? You know, the, just the pizza, you know, with just the cheese, the sausage, and the banana peppers, no sauce. I don't do no sauce. I brought it here for you to taste because I remember last time we was talking about okay. it. Okay. And you seem like it was kind of weird. So I, I needed I needed you to take take a bite. All right. So you're here on behalf of Pizza, pizza Hut, Hut here, and you have you been giving media members uh, a pizza throughout yeah, here? Everybody you're just been handing it out. It. Dan's about to you have know. a slice of pizza. What, what am I supposed to do? have a carb? Whoa. What am I supposed Believe to do? Just let him go. Just let him go. Just let him go. Is this good? Yeah, this is good. What? I can't dispute it. It's good. With no sauce? I gotta go in there. I gotta go in there. <laughs> get you, come get you. Come get you a slice. Yeah, because because yeah, we're it's, bring it back here. Yeah, it's super bready. You guys can have some of this. Go ahead. Would you like some, Rick? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay, he doesn't look at that. You got to be careful with this. Stuff. Those no, 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 no. I can eat it, but it's like nutty putty with me. It's just poor fat. <laughs> Same for me. Same for me. Trust on that. I'm fighting that old word called age. <laughs> Aaron, what? I eat. What percentage of time would you imagine uh, you could tell the audience that you're being double teamed? Like, if you had to assign a number to it, a percentage. Um, honestly, I would say, not to try to be funny, about ninety percent of the time. You know, because you get a lot of um, hard slide protection with the, you know, the center ain't just sliding; he's coming running now, hitting you in your hip. You got the the guard, the tackle that's choking down um, before you block out to get the end, and you got the the guard that's oversetting heavy, so closing up the B gap. You got no A gap rush, so and and, and I get that a lot. So that's pretty much a triple team right there. So uh, it, it's tough, man. It's definitely these teams make me work. You know, they make me earn it. Uh, you know, it, it come with the territory though. You just gotta keep trying to find ways. Is there is there a one and one name you can give us of a guy who actually does fairly decently? You embarrass professional linemen <laughs> who are trying to block you by themselves. Is there one guy where you're like, all right, this guy can actually give me something of a challenge? You know, I respect everybody. I think you know everybody's good, but you know, I, in my in my honest opinion, I feel like you don't. I don't get enough one on ones with guys to, to be like actually like, okay, this guy's this, this guy's that because you know, obviously they have a game plan they got to stick to and. 
um, you know, you, they get a lot of help. So not to trying to be funny, but you get slap protection, things like that. So I really don't get the opportunity to get a, a whole lot of one-on-ones with guys consistently to the point where I can be like, okay, this guy's this, this guy's that. So um, I respect everybody, all the office linemen, but I, I, that's just the truth. So. This pizza is really good. I told you. I mean, it's really good. I told you. I, I was like, no sauce. I can't do this, but I'm telling you, man. No, just felt your new favorite pizza. Huh? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> but my wife's on her third piece. <laughs> yes, everyone's kidding. The pizza pizza is quite good. <laughs> everyone is. That's, that's, why, that's why pizza has the, the, the NFL sponsor now. Hey, you know? Is that hey, why? Official. From, from Escargot last night to pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't balling yet, Aaron. He's staying at the Versace mansion. I don't know what oh, wow. look at that. Like, yeah. Yeah, see, he looked at you oh, the same wow. way I did, yeah. Mage. Wow. <laughs> Rick Flair drip. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the season that the Rams had this uh, season, I'm guessing that you probably just expected. I know it's hard, and you mean no disrespect, but I'm guessing that you guys expected to just get back there again. Yeah, well, you hold yourself to a standard. You know, we've been having success. You know, and you know this 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 year wasn't our standard. You know, we we know that, and it's one of them seasons where you know we just, we just didn't play consistent. There was times we we looked like ourselves, and we we had dominate. There's times where. You know, you go out there and we lose by 21, 28 points. That, that, that's just not good football. Honestly, you can, you got to be consistent. You got to do it week in and week out, no matter who you play, no matter what the record is. But um, we just didn't do that, you know. And, and, and that's on us as players, as, as coaches, because we all won at the end of the day, and we just got to do better and, and trying to find ways to improve and, and bring new talent in that can help. And um, I think we're going to do that, though. So Has there been alignment, and you just said, right, that you, make, you have a hard time getting the measurements because of how they block you and how many guys they use. But has there been a guy where you're like, okay, this is really strong. This dude is very physical. I'm surprised by the amount of strength here. Uh, or do you not run into that? Um, I, I feel like I'm pretty strong, too. So um. so no is the end. <laughs> I don't run into very much of that. The car battery would like to ask you something. I'm running on E here. What's got you charged up for the Super Bowl, my man? He's just staring. <laughs> he doesn't even want to answer the question. He's looking back there. And he's like, is that a giant car battery trying to eat a piece of pizza? Go ahead, Stugatz. I got a better question for you, Aaron. <laughs> the single most important thing the 49ers have to do to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> I think they just, they just got to get after the quarterback. You know, they got a, they got a great yeah, quarterback yeah. and Mahomes um, yeah. back there that, that do a you know do a lot of great things. And you know, it, it's not hard. It's, that guy really don't get rattled. You know, he's consistently no matter if it's if he lose the ball, if he throw an interception, he's gonna come back. He, he's not rattled, and he's gonna find a way to you know keep making plays. So. One more, one more time before you go. Who's paying you? Why you here? We're here with Pizza Hut. You know, been with Pizza Hut the last two years. You know, the, um, so just enjoying it. You know, got to bring a couple slices of my favorite pizza so you guys can try. Seem like you guys love it. So look, this is pretty good. Now, <laughs> it's good. It's I good. really <laughs> wish you would go with sauce, but this is a delicious sort of like flatbread that I would have again. Certainly. Yeah. You don't think it's better? I like sauce, man. I'm Italian. You can't. Okay, like, that's, that's why. That, that, it makes sense. Pump the brakes. It's delicious. <laughs> Thank you. You're useless. <laughs> now I want some pizza. Got to respect Aaron Donald, though, coming in, talking about pizza. My style right there. Also, got to respect Ric Flair staying at the Versace Mansion. Woo! Going to take a short break, then come back with some Hawk and Crowder. Will they be talking sports? Will they be talking betting? Will they be talking money? Yes. This is the Best of the Joe Show. The Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow this Super Bowl weekend at Dan Day Radio. Like I said, you can go to my Twitter page and always take a step into the day spa. Ah, And also get that picture 
of myself with one of my heroes, Cam Jordan. I am very excited. Cameron Jordan of the Saints looks like, yeah, okay, guys, let's take this picture. Ladies, next, 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 next. I'm sure he's having a great, fun, wild weekend here in Miami. But I live here, so I'm always having a great, fun, wild time here in the 305. Had some fun earlier today with the Hawk and Crowder Show. They've been on a radio row all week long. What did they get into today? Well, they gave us a little Super Bowl preview, also a Super Bowl betting preview, and... NFL big time money makers. Cha-ching! Well, Friday, feel like a Friday. Just had Tiki Barber there to start the show. We're at Super Bowl headquarters, Radio Row. It's a good start to it. Kevin Harlan is going to join us in the 3 o'clock hour. We've got a lot of stuff planned for you. Rob Pizzola is going to join us today, too, professional sports gambler. Um, we have to talk to him before. Yes. The Super Bowl because, and I'll go over for everybody today, uh, by the way, all our experts' hot picks so that you can make your determination of uh, of what you think is good and what you think is bad. I like a lot of them. So Crowder was saying to me before the show today, it was Lee Sterling joined us here, professional sports handicapper, on Wednesday. One of the picks that he gave us was the second half over. Yes. You love that. I love it. Because I think the over on the game itself Sunday is 54 and a half. Yes. And I so like, 20, I like 54. 27, 27 and a half, second half over. And Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan go in the lab at halftime. They have an extended halftime because of the show. True. And figure it out, man. I love the second half over. And then you're in, you, and you made it. We were talking before the show. You made, a lot, you made a lot of sense. If the game's out of hand now, one team's running Someone's the ball. Someone's going to run the, the clock. clock. I believe this game is a single-digit game all the way through. Right. So you have two teams. I'm talking. I'm talking about haymakers. Boom, boom, back and forth. Knockout. He gonna get back up. Knockout. He'll get back up. I like that second half over. And one, I think Pete Prisco might have gave us one. The longest penalty over 15 yards. Yeah, I think that. Uh, let me look at what Pete Prisco's lock uh, the, was. The, no, Pete Prisco's lock was Damian Williams over three and a half catches. I love that one too. Do you? Yes, because that Man. zone, that 49ers so, three deep zone. Boom, right there's Damian and Williams standing there. The first touchdown in the AFC Championship game was a pass to Damian Williams. Why would you get away from him? I love that one, and I love somebody gave us the longest penalty being 15 and a half. Kansas City's throwing the hell out of the ball. The 49ers are going to grab somebody. Somebody's getting grabbed in the secondary, Hawk. It could be 16, and we got money. I, I've, I've liked some of these props. You know, I'm just looking at some of the other guests that we've had. I think it may have been Rob Pizzola a week ago that gave us that prop. I like that one. Over 15 and a half. We can ask him uh, today. Yep, there it is. Rob Pizzola last week, longest penalty over 15 and a half yards. Love it. Uh, the line right now is one or one and a half, depending on where you look. Um, we are here, obviously, Radio Row final day. And then uh, Sunday will be the big game. We've got our big game watch party at Dave & Buster's in Hollywood. I was talking with the GM over at Dave & Buster's in Hollywood. I told you they're bringing in these Kansas City pitmasters. So he was telling me, because they sell, there's almost like two separate parties going on. We're there watching the game. It's me, Crowder, Aranda Gadston, Alex Dono, Dan Day, Jay Fig. Uh, we're all going to be watching the, watching the game there. There's also a bunch of Kansas City Chiefs fans coming from Kansas City that travel with this Kansas City pit barbecue thing. But he said that because it's $90 for the all-you-can-eat Kansas City barbecue. It's uh, burnt ends, brisket, uh, ribs, and, uh, and it goes to charity as well. 
and he was telling me that they've already sold 300 tickets for that end of it for Sunday just to Kansas City Woo! Chiefs fans. This is going to be a massive party I love it. at Dave & Buster's on Sunday, so certainly you can all join us. There is no cover charge. If you want to get part of the, uh, the Kansas City feast, uh, you can get uh, tickets in advance on Eventbrite, or you'll be able to get them there. Uh, that evening as well. But that's Dave & Buster's between Sterling and Sheridan. I know ain't nobody fine as me in Kansas City. I'm going to be the bell of the ball. I think you might be the bell of the ball. <laughs> and I think we're getting taken care of with all the Kansas City barbecue, Ooh, which is going to be good. And then the uh, the other big story, we didn't get to headlines in the first segment because uh, Solana was uh, – or, uh, Tiki, Tiki oh, Barber was here. Small dude. I didn't realize he was that little. I knew it was tiny, but I didn't know it was that little. But it makes sense. He lost 25 pounds. Right. I mean, because he looks skinny, skinny. That shirt yeah. he was wearing was painted on. <laughs> yes. That was painted on. That's like the kind of shirts you wear, Solana. No, he said he runs marathons. Yeah, though, yeah, which yeah, makes sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can't be that hurt if you run marathons. <laughs> he just, I mean, after how much you think he made in 10 years with the Giants? I know he's making a decent living I, as a broadcaster now. How much you think he made in 10 years? We can look it up. I would say 50. Yeah. They, I mean, I, there was a story on Wikipedia. There was a story that the Giants offered him a $50 million deal before he retired. Bro, those stats I said, his last season. Right. He 16 started 16 start games, games. Like He had 1,600 yards. He averaged five yards a carry. I think he had five rushing and three receiving touchdowns. Like, he was still at the top of his game, but he just wanted to retire. He and had millions on the table, you're saying. I Wikipedia said he had $50 million contract on the table. You know what else I read? This is fascinating me. Do you know the player that made the most money in NFL history? Ooh. I got to double check this, but I think I read it last week. If I go quarterback, am I wrong? Yes. No, no, that'd be correct. It has to be a quarterback. Uh, is he still playing right now? No. As of last week. Who are two just retired? Eli Manning. Eli made the most money? I read that. I got to double check. I read after he retired that he made the most money in NFL history. Oh, what, his brother? Telling you what I read. Wow. Eli Manning. It makes sense, though, because Peyton's prime wasn't Eli's prime, and the money just, like, went up drastically for quarterbacks during Eli's he, prime. He hit the right window. Yeah, yeah from I'm, Business I'm, Insider, thinking, Eli thinking, Manning tops the list of the 37 highest-paid NFL players of all time. And then Breeze, but Breeze got puppy money with the Chargers early on. Eli hit as soon as he got in the league. He, stayed, he was starting. Eli Manning has the most money made in the NFL. The most money made in NFL history. Come on, man. Hold on. I'm, I'm I got to there's, there's 37 people on this list. I'm scrolling down to the bottom here. As, you're, to, as you're scrolling, uh, Tiki Barber, $25 million career earnings. Salary, though, only made 14. So the other nine or the 11 of that difference was uh, bonuses and and uh, signing bonuses. Eli Manning in his career made $252.3 million with the Giants. Number two on the list is Peyton Manning yeah. at $248.7 million. Number three, Drew Brees. Oh, and I knew Drew had to be up there. Number four is Tom Brady. Yeah. The, the lesson you're getting here is it pays to be a quarterback. Yes. Number five is Aaron Rodgers. Number six, Ben Roethlisberger. Number seven, seventh highest earner in NFL history. You want to guess? Kirk Cousins. Matt Ryan. Makes sense. Matt Ryan, number Makes seven. Sense. Phillip Rivers, number eight. 
When is it not a quarterback? I don't know. Matt Stafford, number nine. Come on, man. It's getting ugly. Here you now. go. Number ten is not a quarterback. You want to guess? Hyatt, you've got long career. Long. Still going on. <laughs> it had to be a corner then. It's a receiver. Don't know. Just announced that he's coming back. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. How much Larry done made? $175 million. I think I paid the tab on the lunch we had together. <laughs> Car- I don't like that. Carson there, Palmer, is. number 11. Joe Flacco, number 12. Julius Peppers, 13. There's your first defensive player. Peppers, yeah. Alex Smith, number 14. Indomitian Sue, number 15. Man. Crazy, though. Eli Manning, highest earner in the history of the NFL. That's a staggering number. Yeah. Like, I saw it. I was like, wow. I, I, I just same, went against him. Same organization. Even, but the salary cap the same because living, uh, what the living percentage, the living is higher. Right. Living expenses are higher in New right. York, like with regular jobs. The same job in Atlanta is going to pay more in New York, but the NFL has a salary cap. Like I can't even blame it on that. Crazy man. All right, yeah, two-time uh, NFL. I mean, Super Bowl MVP. Two, two-time Super Bowl champion. Like you, you like you got the money's worth. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you're a, if you're an NFL owner. And you say, I'm going to invest this amount of dollars, but my return is going to be two Super Bowl trophies? Yes. You'll make that investment every single time. TK make but 14 on contracts? 14 on salary. And through Before 10, taxes? Through, through 10 seasons? That doesn't seem – I mean, he was – He was the best running back in the league for a while. When I was looking at his stats, he had 1,600 last year. Second last year was 1,800. Year for that was 1,500. Tiki was a workhorse. 350-plus carries every year. Tiki was a workhorse. I can't believe he only made $14 million over his career. You sure you have that right? From 97 to 2002, the first five years of his career, he didn't pass over $500,000 in salary. Wow. And he went second round, so he didn't have that first big right, hit. Right, It was like he was the second or third pick in the second round. Yeah. Yeah, his, uh, his second contract was in 01, $500,000 salary, but it was a $3.5 million signing bonus. So he wanted to get that money that he, he just wanted it now. Yeah. I've been playing enough, getting beat up enough. Give me some money now. I asked him, we play Big Bank, take Little Bank with him. <laughs> Come on, big man. You're, you're in his neighborhood. I was going to say. You're in his neighborhood. Man, Tiki can have the same damn uh, yard, man. Yep, there you go. And here I am working for pennies. Ah, feels good. We'll get your pennies together and get ready for the big game. Huge party, as Hawk was making a mention of. Dave and Buster's right off 95 in Hollywood. This coming Sunday, we're having the big watch party. We're not going to be yelling, screaming, saying, who's in here for Kansas City? Who's in here for San Francisco? No, no, no. We're just going to let the analysts take care of it. If you want to have a conversation with us, drink some beers, have some Kansas City barbecue, just roll on by. It is free to stop by if you want the KC barbecue and the beers. It might cost you a little bit, but they're going to have some great drink specials. I'm ready. I really am ready right now. Although there's a lot of fun to get into in Miami this weekend, so maybe I'm not ready. I'm going to get ready. I'm about to go out and get ready right now. And then Sunday, if I don't get arrested, I will be there around 4.30, 5 o'clock, getting ready at the Dave and Buster's. If you've got any questions, all you have to do, reach out to me on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio, Instagram, at Dan Day Radio. If you go on Facebook, Dan Day, D-A-N-D-A-Y, it is very simple. Please let me know. Please come hang out. If you have no plans, you have plans now. I insist you can be my friend. You can be my guest. If you are a guy that wants to hug another guy, be careful with that hug. 
Be very nice about it. If you're a beautiful woman that wants to give me a hug, please be my guest. No, I'm serious. Everyone is welcome. Let's have a whole lot of fun at Dave & Buster's this coming Sunday for the big game. Kickoff will be at 6.30. Great drink specials, unbelievable food, and the best company around. I mean, Hawk, Crowder, Solana will not be there, so you don't have to worry about him. Jay Fig, Arande Gatson, my man Alex Dano, and of course myself, Anna Margarita may even be there. Anna Margarita, am I getting a head nod? Yes. She is going to be there. You're probably saying, who's Anna Margarita? Her and Jay Fig are cousins. If you're, look, it's just going to be a rabbit hole you want to go down. So please hit me up on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio, if you have any questions. And trust me, we can get arrested and bail each other out together. No, I'm absolutely joking. Remember, though, you can download this podcast or any of the podcasts from any of the shows on this radio station by going wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free, radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. Like I said, don't spend too, too much money this weekend. I was walking by that Gronk beach party last night in my neighborhood. I think it's like $500 to get in. Just remember, yeah, Dave & Buster is going to be free this Sunday. I hope to see you out there. Till next time, this is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.